Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Billy, we have a new sponsor later on in the podcast, but to start off, buddy, hey, it's same old, same old. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man... I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans a few billboards big results billy today is tuesday june 28th and guess what what let's ride you ready for the podcast let's go (laughs) today is today is national tapioca day are you a fan of tapioca Mm, no i've had it before i'm not really like it's pudding so I'm okay pudding. with pudding, but mm, I'm not a big fan. I I like tapioca pudding. I that's my that was like my favorite pudding when I was a little kid was tapioca pudding. I don't know why, but uh, I'm a pretty big fan of tapioca. So I'm looking forward to getting old and not having any teeth and pretty much only being able to eat tapioca pudding. Uh, that's something to look forward to in my tapioca? life. Tapioca. Mm, I don't know when I was a kid, probably like <laughs> fifteen to twenty years ago. Yeah, I uh, I loved that. tapioca pudding when I was a little kid. Like I, I would rather eat tapioca pudding than chocolate, and you know the little um, oh, what, what were the little cups that they were always chocolate? The little pudding cups. Do you remember snack packs? Was that what they were called? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I used to get tapioca. The tapioca um, I used to get the they used to get the uh, tapioca pudding ones of of sort of like that. You know, most of them were. Uh-huh. I think the snack packs were just chocolate, weren't they? Mostly tapioca. Yeah. I mean, it was mostly chocolate and then vanilla. Yeah. Did they have any other flavors other than chocolate and vanilla? Because I used to get the... It wasn't a snack pack, but it was like a snack pack with tapioca pudding. But now that I'm trying to remember, did snack pack have anything other than chocolate and vanilla? That's all I can remember. I don't know. I feel like they did a lemon one time and it wasn't very popular. They did. But yeah. No, they, they used to have a chocolate and vanilla mix, too. Oh, really I'd good. forgotten about that one. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah, I used to get the tapioca version of uh, the snack packs. Uh, Billy, today we don't have any Braves. The NHL is over. The NBA is over. We got a bunch of trade rumors. Um, So on the podcast today, we're going to go over the NFC North. We got three teams lined up, and we're going to kind of run through them. We did the Bears yesterday. Uh, Today we're going to start off with kind of the perennial favorites up in the NFC North, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Green Bay is coming off another year where they win the division and disappoint in the playoffs. And they signed Panchakarma Pat this offseason to a like a $50 million contract or $40 million. I forget what the what the actual number was. Uh, but just an insane contract for old Aaron Rodgers up there in Green Bay. They're looking to not waste another year of his career. I, I mean, can you imagine having arguably two of the best quarterbacks in the past 30 years on your team and only winning two Super Bowls? between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. That sucks. How disappointing would that be? <laughs> I mean, that's 
as, 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 you know, I don't want to bring up old wounds, but as disappointing as the Super Bowl was to Atlanta, like, it, it's not like, it's not like Atlanta has had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers for like a combined 30 years, arguably the best quarterbacks of their generation, and won two Super Bowls. It's, it, it sucks no, for Packers fans. We had Chris Chandler and Matt Ryan in our Super there's n- and there's and, and there's no Brett reason Favre that offense should have got there. Yeah, and there's no reason that '98 offense should have gotten to the to the Super Bowl. But that '98 defense was fantastic. So it's it sucks to be a Packers fan despite the, the two uh, the two the uh, beast. Yes, Sorry. yes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> man, I forgot about Jamal Adams. Yeah, that was a good shout, dude. How can you, how can uh, you forget about Jamal Adams? Because I was not in the offense. I was nine and not a Falcons fan. I was rooting for the uh, I was uh, I was rooting for the uh, Broncos um, in that in what that a Super dick. Bowl. I was the only person I was the only person <laughs> at that Super Bowl party rooting for the Broncos. Yeah, I was I was alone alone man. I wasn't I wasn't into the NFL at that point in my life really. Uh, Green Bay will be looking for a new wide receiver one this offseason, Billy, as they saw the departure of Devontae Adams to Las Vegas. Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, and Randall Cobb will try to fill. The massive void that Adams left. Do you see any of those three guys being able to fill in Adams' shoes? Mm, maybe Sammy. Maybe. I think Sammy could do some some good things. Randall Cobb's really good at the slot. I don't know about Christian Watson and Alan Lazard. I don't know, man. That's just kind of... But Aaron will make anything good. I mean, honestly... Yeah, I think I, th- I think like you said, I don't know what Christian Watson's going to be next year. I think Alan Lazard will be, I don't know, a serviceable wide receiver. Sammy Watkins will be okay. Randall Slot will be okay in the slot. It's this is this is very odd. Uh, the Packers returned one of the most talented offensive lines in the NFL, though, which is a big bright spot for them on offense, and will pair with arguably arguably the most talented running back in the NFC and Aaron Jones. I'm a I'm a massive, massive, massive Aaron Jones fan. I think. He has an immense amount of skill and ability to. Uh, I, I, you can almost add him into that wide receiver core as well because of what he can do on offense. Green Bay's defense will be led by linebackers Devondre Campbell and Rashawn Gary and rookie Quay Walker. Uh, Green Bay's defense was top five against the pass in the NFC last season, seventh in the NFC against the run, and top five in the NFC in turnover differential. Uh, so, you know, you don't have a ton of weapons on offense, but you have Aaron Rodgers and you have some pieces on there. They're going to put up points. There's no doubt. And Green Bay has one of the top five defenses in the NFC. This is this is really a very, very complete team. One of the most complete teams in the NFC. They are probably going to win the NFC North. Uh, Green Bay right now is fifth in the preseason power rankings. They have the 15th hardest schedule in the NFL and I predict they will go 13-4, and four, win the NFC North, and we'll see what they're going to do in the playoffs. I hope they make a larger run because I, I, I like the Packers. I, I like Aaron Rodgers. I want to see them succeed. I want to see these big teams go far into the playoffs. So I'd like to see them in the NFC Championship game. All right, so one, uh, Devondre Campbell, former Falcon. Uh, I'm not surprised that he's leading their defense. Two, Quay Walker, wasn't he one of two Georgia defensive players that got drafted on – on uh, the in the first round by the Green Bay. Um, I know they. I'm pretty sure Green Bay drafted two Georgia players. Uh, who was the other one? Um, Devonte Wyatt. He's the other one. He is going to be a rotational 
uh, defensive tackle for the Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, Green Bay. Hey, Georgia had an all-time defense last year. Not a bad strategy to go ahead and draft two of those guys in the first round. Yeah, but meanwhile, Green <laughs> – Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers was like, well, we lost uh, we lost wide receiver one. Let's get a wide receiver. And they went defense. Well, yeah, we got Christian Watson in the second round out of North Dakota oh, State. Yeah. Big name. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Romeo Dubes, wide receiver out of Nevada in the fourth round. That's that's a huge name. And then in the seventh, in, in the seventh round, they got Samori Torre out of Nebraska in the seventh round. Yeah, the the Packers do not like helping Aaron Rodgers out in the draft, and I don't, I don't understand it. But defense wins championships, I guess. I don't sure. know. We'll see. If they're going to win the NFC North with very little opposition, I think. Uh, it's just how are they going to do when they get in the playoffs? Uh, the the team that I think is going to compete with, and you may call me crazy here, but I, I have really high hopes for this team. The team that I think that's going to compete with the pack this year in the NFC North is the Minnesota Vikings. I think they're the second best team in the NFC North this year. The Vikings bring back most of the pieces to an offense that looks to have a lot of firepower. They just need that quarterback to play like his contract. The $40 million man Kirk Cousins remains under center this year for the Purple People Leaders and will have uh, arguably the best set of weapons of any team in the NFC North. Billy, I cannot believe that the Minnesota Vikings signed Kirk Cousins to a $40 million deal. That is that is massive. I mean, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, but he's getting paid almost the exact same as Aaron Rodgers this year. Yeah, it's interesting, but he... See, I, I argued a long time ago that Kirk Cousins was a better quarterback than RG3, and people thought I was freaking crazy. And look who's still in the NFL right now. Making forty million dollars this year. Making forty million dollars. I put I put Kirk Cousins and and you know you can tell me I'm crazy here. I put Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield sort of in the same fold. I think they're both very good quarterbacks, and I think they're both starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I think they're both going to get overpaid just because of the quarterback market. But you can win with both quarterbacks. You can win with Kirk Cousins. You can win with Baker Mayfield. And I honestly think the Minnesota Vikings are going to win this year, man. They're, they're you know, not maybe not the division, but I think they're going to win more games this year than they did last year. Dalvin Cook is back in the backfield with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, K.J. Osborne. Yeah, I mean, just stud. Dalvin Cook, stud. Justin Jefferson, stud. Adam Thielen, pretty close to being a stud. Very good wide receiver. And K.J. Osborne. I, I really love the weapons that he is going to have to throw to this year. Um and the Vikings were second fiddle of the pack last year in, in passing yards, passing tuds, but did beat them in rushing yards and rushing efficiency, Billy. They went 8-9 and nine last year. I'll get to that uh, here at the, at the end for the Minnesota Vikings. I think they're going to surpass that 8-9 and nine by a couple wins. Uh, on defense, the addition of Luis Seen from Georgia, once again, another Georgia boy getting drafted in the first round off their defense. Uh, will hopefully help their passing defense that finished third from last in passing yards in the NFC and third from last in rushing yards in the NFC. The Vikings right now are the are 23rd in preseason power rankings, which I think is criminally low. They have the 16th hardest schedule in the NFL, and I predict they will go 11-6. I think they are going to p- compete. I really think they might actually compete for Green Bay to win this division. I think they're going to lock up a wild card and they're going to compete with Green Bay to win this division. I, I love the way the Minnesota Vikings roster is put together. It's interesting, and you have to think that traditionally defense has been 
their calling card up in Minnesota. You talked about the purple people eaters. So, I mean, you think that that's going to be their calling card and, and bringing in Lewis scene definitely helps that. Um, but he was a late first round pick at that point And I'm not sure the passing defense is helped out by him, but we'll see. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what uh, Minnesota does this year. I was going to try to pull up and see what the odds were for Minnesota to win that division this year, but FanDuel is down right now for maintenance. So uh, Minnesota saw, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, five of their first six picks in the draft this year were all on defense. Um, so that's that's obviously a, a, you know, a group that they needed to improve on. And I, I'm excited to see what Minnesota does this year. I'm very excited. Uh, now we're going to move on to the Detroit Lions, who have sort of been the punchline of the entire NFL for essentially most of their existence. Uh, last year, the Detroit Lions were 3-13. and 13. I mean, just terrible. Number one pick overall in the NFL draft. I think they are the most improved team in the NFC North. Now, that, that's not saying much because last year's team was absolute dog water. So it, to improve on 3-13 and 13 is not saying a ton. Um, but this this doesn't yeah this doesn't mean they're going to compete for the division I don't think I do believe they might be in the wild card running midway to seventy five percent of the way through the season I don't think they'll get a wild card uh, but I do believe that they will probably be competing for one uh, Jared Goff is back as the field general and will have two new weapons to throw to in DJ Chart from Jacksonville and Jameis Williamson from Ohio State uh, we're not real sure do we know where Jameson Williams is at with his rehab will he be do you know if, have you heard anything if he's going to be ready for um preseason or the start of the season I don't, i'm not I real sure i want to say i heard he was going to be ready or close to being ready for camp i'm not that'd sure be, though. that'd be great yeah i i would assume he would be especially with the way as quick as these athletes can get back from injuries um that would be a big pick me up for for jared goff deandre swift and tj hawkinson round out the Lions' weapons on offense that looks to compete with the Vikings as the most talented group of offensive weapons in the NFC North. Uh, the Lions look to improve on offense as they were the eighth worst in passing yards last year in the NFC, seventh from last in quarterback rating in the NFC, and sixth from last in rushing yards last year. So that offense needs to improve. They're, they have the weapons there. Uh, I mean, the offensive line is led by Taylor Decker and Panay Sewell, so that's that offense should run or should be much more improved this year. Uh, with MCDC at the helm, you know they'll want the defense to be the tops in the NFC North. With the addition of Aiden Hutchinson in the draft, the Lions need to improve on passing yards allowed, fourth worst in the NFC, rushing yards allowed, dead last in the NFC, and receiving yards allowed per catch, dead last in the NFC. You know with MCDC up there, and oh, the old linebacker from Ohio State, uh, Spielman, in that uh, in that coach's room, you know that they're going to try to improve that defense vastly. Those are two guys no that are old school, old school slobber knocker, uh, hang your hat on the defensive side of the ball type coaches. Um, right now, the Lions are 30th in the preseason power rankings. They have the fifth hardest schedule in the NFL. And I predict they will go seven and ten. Now you might say seven and ten, that's terrible. Well, compare the three and thirteen from last year and uh, three thirteen and one. I forgot they had that tie. Uh, I mean, that, that's four wins. You're going to improve by four wins. I, I think they'll take that all day long. 
No doubt. And interesting enough, I, I want to see what that defense looks like. They they made a lot of improvements on, on draft night, and I can't wait to see what uh, MCDC Spielman and, and the defense looks like come week one. I, I think they had one of the better drafts in the NFL. I mean, you just look at Aiden Hutchinson and Jamison Williams uh, as their two first-round picks. I mean, those are two guys that are going to come in and start for you immediately. And Josh Paschal, the defensive end out of Kentucky, I remember they were a lot of people were really high on. So it'll be interesting to see what the Lions do this year. I think they're going to be vastly improved, though. No doubt. No freaking doubt. All right, Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, last night in the NL East, the Nats beat the Pirates 3-2, three, three to two, and the Cards beat the Fish 9 to nothing. There you go. Let, let's go, I guess. I don't know. Neither one of those teams are going to... All I'm, all I'm worried about is the uh, the Mets. Let's catch those front runners. The Mets and the Phils, those are the two teams right now that I need to worry about. I know the Phils are Phils still are behind dead. us. Phils are dead. They're close, man. They're and, dead. And let's let's kill them this week. Bruce Bruce Hooper broke his thumb. Phils are dead. Let's hope let's let's bury them this week. Um, <laughs> if we can if we can sweep them this week, that'd be great. Games and events tonight brought to you by our new Ooh, sponsor new sponsor dump it fancy uh go check out uh stump it on facebook um tim horsley is the owner operator there um reach out to him get a free estimate if you if you need a stump um taken care of he will take care of it for you so give him a shout i i i love watching stump grinding videos on tiktok it's one of the coolest things and i love the little um uh, like wood chip pile they leave after they after the stunt. It just yeah. looks cool. I don't know why. It's it's one of those weird things. But uh, I love watching stump grinding videos. And yeah, go on their web, go on their uh, Facebook. They got all their sponsorships and everything on there. It's pretty cool pictures. I was browsing through it last night. Give um also when you reach out to them to uh, to get a free estimate, uh, tell them that TM Five sent you. That would be huge for for us. All right. All right, uh, games of it tonight. Uh, Braves at the Phillies, seven oh five. Morton versus Zach Wheeler. Um, I'm interested to see this game because I cannot wait to see what Morton looks like. Shout out, shout out, been... Zach Wheeler. Uh, yeah, th- that's a uh, Emily's childhood friend's cousin. They go every time uh, the Phils are in town and Wheeler's pitching. Oh, really? Or whenever Wheeler's pitching. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, can I get and, a picture uh, or an autograph? And I still haven't received one, so I don't. I don't know if that's coming in the mail. Uh, it's been about eight years overdue, so that's that's must have gotten lost. Crappy. I know. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, Pirates uh, will be facing the Nationals. Astros at the Mets. So um, <clears throat> let's go, Stros. And then uh, Marlins at the yeah, Cards. Let's go, uh, I, I know that's why. Let's go. So. Let's go, Cards. I'm not pulling yeah. for the Stros. I know the Mets are ahead of us. I'll pull for the Mets before I pull for the Strohs. How about how about this? How about we root for the Mets to lose? Okay, not not the Astros to win, but the Mets to lose. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on board with that, Billy. I am on board with that. Hey, you need another cup of coffee this morning? Yeah, buddy, I do. Let's do it. Kyrie Irving says he's opting in to the $36.5 million option with the Brooklyn Nets. No after, way. After rumors were swirling 
that he was going to turn it down and take the $6 million MLE from L.A., forfeiting $30.5 million. He has accepted it. Does, does that mean that KD is staying with the Nets, or does that mean that KD is even more likely to be traded from the Nets? I think that means he's staying with the Nets. Uh, well, hey, we, we dreamed. We dreamed a dream for a little while, but uh, it looks like you know, it looks like KD's probably – Katie's either going to stay with the Nets or he's going to get traded to the Suns. I think those are the only two likely landing spots right now for him. Uh, John Wall is set to join the L.A. Clippers after reaching a buyout with the Houston Rockets. Sources say there's going to be a lot of free agency news in the next week for the NBA. Um, yeah, because the, uh, the NBA league starts, what, Thursday? It starts, I believe it technically starts Friday. I think, well... I like guess Thursday after 5 p.m. is I guess, yeah Thursday at four starts. Uh, should be at 5:01. Um, okay. They have they have until because I was looking. <laughs> the only reason I know this, I was looking through when uh, was it Gallo? I think it's, I think it's Gallo has a has an option that has to be decided on before Thursday at five o'clock. So uh, something we're going to talk about in a second. Just just remember that Thursday by five o'clock is a uh, big date. Uh, running back <laughs> Billy, this is I saw this and I thought it was a I thought it was an article from The Onion. This is real. This was on ESPN. Running back Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell signed deal for a boxing exhibition in July. Sources say. What the? F- Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I'm dead serious, dude. Do you remember that old claymation show on MTV, Celebrity oh, Deathmatch? Yeah. This is exactly oh, yeah. what that reminded me of. Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell are gonna box each other. So, so my question is, are they gonna have like the little headpieces? Yes, it uh, is an exhibition, and it is Aww, yeah, that's yeah. So they will, they will have a helmet. Um, yeah, the the let's see, uh, both stupid. former All Pro running backs will be competing in a boxing ring for the first time. But since it's an exhibition, the fight won't officially mark their pro boxing careers. Uh, let's see. Frank Gore fought. Oh, this is the same promotion that had Frank Gore fighting Dar- Darren Wood. Uh, Darren Wood. Oh, Jesus. Darren Williams. Uh, and Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley was fought under the same uh, this same like promotion thing. Uh, so that'll be um, that'll be interesting, man. I will 100% tune in for this. Adrian Peterson versus Le'Veon Bell. Oh, really? <laughs> but, no. Oh, I'll man. catch the highlights. I'll catch the highlights on Twitter. I'll, I'll 1,000% be all over this thing. Uh, so, Billy, I told you Thursday by 5 p.m. is a big date, right? Yeah. Multiple sources throughout the NBA believe that the Atlanta Hawks are on the verge of trading for the Spurs' DeJounte Murray. The trade package reportedly includes Danilo Gallinari and multiple firsts. Gallinari. Okay. Let, me, let me preface no, this. go for let it. Let me yeah. point this out. Yesterday on the pod, I said, I, I don't know what to think about all the rumors from this, this one cat that has been posting about this. I said, until we get somebody of substance, then we'll, because what did I say? Who did I say until we get a person that has good sources? Uh, Wendy Peppercorn. No. Oh. No? I said Zach Klein. Zach did Klein. I, I, could, I couldn't remember his name, honestly. I don't. Yes. <laughs> I remember I you told Zach me a Klein name yesterday. yesterday, and I don't remember what the name was. But yes, now I remember it was Zach Klein. <laughs> and the tweet that you just read off was from Zach Klein. 
So I saw this yesterday and I was like, holy crap, Bryce, I called this. Oh my gosh. So yeah. And that's, if that's it, his if, iPhone. I'm, if this okay trade doesn't that. if it if this trade doesn't go through, I'm gonna drive to Zach Klein's house and punch him square in the face because now I'm now I'm super excited. Uh, but timing timing wise for this trade, Billy, I believe it's gonna happen before Thursday at five PM. Thursday at five PM we have to decide on Gallinari's extension. I think this will happen before. So honestly, today, tomorrow, Thursday, be on F five alert on the Hawks subreddit looking for deals and I'm trying to see if there's been anything uh, alright so the latest thing that was added on this is new reporting on the trade that would send DeJounte Murray to the Hawks uh, the biggest hang up right now apparently is whether Popovich, Popovich wants to enter a rebuild uh, we know for a while Popovich has kind of been trucking along trying to get as many wins as he possibly could to be the winningest coach in NBA history without going into a full rebuild uh, so apparently that is the last sort of sort of hitch there but if you're telling me we get rid of Gallo and a couple first round picks for DeJounte Murray and our starting lineup is going to look something similar to Trey, DeJounte Murray, Hunter uh, John Collins and Click Capella uh, yes please I yeah I did not expect that I, I fully expected us to have to trade JC and Herter and some first rounds picks. I mean, Gallo and some first rounders for Dejounte Murray. Whoa, yeah, that's how that's highway robbery so, right there, man. So let me let me get this straight. Without Gallo, we would have Herter coming off the bench. Uh huh. We would have Bokey coming off the bench. Bingo. Um, Anyeka maybe Jalen Johnson. Double O. Yeah. Double O. Yeah, Jalen Johnson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm in. Yeah, Dude, me too. I'm and and we we still have our we still have a six million dollar MLE that we can spend somewhere and get a veteran. What I hope we do is I hope we get a veteran backup point guard that can play defense. Um, but I, yeah, that's if this is true, man. Wow, I am I am completely shocked. Uh, Billy, the battle for Lordo, the viewership for the I believe this was the entire NHL playoffs. The viewership was up a hundred and sixty percent this year over last year's playoffs for the nhl and that's it's because you could find it it's because you can find it this numbers. year well the past 60 the past i don't know 10 years it's been on nbcsn for the most part um and so that's been not everybody had nbcsn i guess so i don't even know if i have year, that i've never well, heard of that it's not it's not a thing anymore Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, probably don't have that's, it. Then. That's why you don't have it. Um, but they had they had it on NBCSN, which was NBC Sports Network, right? And this year they decided to move it to TNT and ESPN and ABC. And I'm like, okay, no joke. I mean, if it went up 160 percent, that makes so much sense. And I'm so glad because that means hockey is growing, man. Because if fans are watching 160% more than they did last year, shoot. God, it I is, love the sport. Stanley Cup playoff viewership hits cable records. It is the highest it has been since 2017. Good. Yep. Good. And if anybody wants to look at this stuff, go to sportsmediawatch.com. 
Uh, it has literally every single article about the viewership for every single sport you can find. It's fantastic. I love going through that thing. It's like a, it's like a time suck for me. Uh, and today, in 2007, Craig Biggio of the Houston Astros becomes the 27th member of the 3,000 Hit Club, going 5-for-5 five five against the Colorado Rockies. When you're someone who has done something and only 26 other people in the history of baseball have done it, that is a massive, massive achievement. There have been hundreds of thousands of people that have played Major League Baseball, and Major League Baseball has been going on for 140 years, something like that. So when you can be in the in the top 30 in a member club like that, that's pretty impressive. Beecher is a Hall of Famer, isn't he? He has to be, right? Has to be. Hold on, I can tell you. If he's not, that is a massive, massive disservice. I think Biggio... Yes, he is. Okay. I was okay. about to get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Seven-time All-Star, five-time Silver Slugger, four-time Gold Glover. It sucks he never won a ring, man. No, Biggio he never was, won a ring. I'll tell Biggio you that. was really good for a really long time. And uh, well, played with Houston. That garbage, he was with that garbage uh, franchise. Well, they weren't Garbo when he was there. I don't. I don't mind him when he was there. That was that was before the trash bangers. He played until he was forty-one. I, you see what I did there? I did. I did. I, did. I, did. I like that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of garbage, did you ever watch? This is way off base. Did you ever watch that uh, movie on Disney about the guy who kicked for the Philadelphia Eagles? That was a garbage man. No. Watch that movie. No. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head. Yeah, Biggio is a Hall of Famer. Well done. Well deserved. Bill, you got anything else to add today, man? Nope. We're good. Fantastic. Well, we are actually recording. I said last night on our TikTok that we were recording Track Talk today. Uh, yesterday, we're recording it today. It will be out tomorrow. Look for more uh, more TikToks. We're going to try to be a little bit more active on social media uh, going forward and getting into football season. But for Billy Lundahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!